Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite, tell a friend, and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Arise A Simple Story, Simulcara, Life is Strange 2 Episode 5, Terminator Resistance, and of course, Halo Reach Remastered. The new games coming out this week are Fishing Barrett Sea Complete Edition, Avicii Invector, Dead by Daylight Nightmare Edition, Shovel Knight Trevor Trove, Jurassic World Evolution Return to Jurassic Park, Rift Keeper, Pinball FX3 Williams Pinball Volume 5, Stone, Headliner Nova News, Ultimate Racing 2D, Metaloid Origin, Pathologic 2, Cardpocalypse, Super Epic The Entertainment War, Dead End Jobs, and Path of Exile Conquerors of the Atlas. A quick reminder for the games with gold for December, December 1st to the 31st is Insane Robots on Xbox One, Jurassic World Evolution from December 16th to January 15th on Xbox One, and on Xbox 360 from December 1st to the 15th is Toy Story 3, followed by Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror Fate HD from December 16th to the 31st. A quick update for games coming to Game Pass or those that just released into Xbox Game Pass. December 5th saw my friend Pedro, Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. December 6th was Demon's Tilt and Wonder Song. December 12th is eFootball PS 2020, Overcooked 2, Pathologic 2, and Tom Clancy's The Division. And of course, Halo Reach, which was on December 3rd. And a note for games leaving Game Pass on December 13th. Those are Ashen, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Life is Strange Season 1, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Xbox Head is using a Project Scarlet next-gen console at home. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Xbox boss Phil Spencer has revealed that he has brought his next-gen Project Scarlet home and is now using it as his primary console. Spencer broke the news on Twitter and confirmed that he is playing his games, connecting to the community, and yes, using his Elite Series 2 controller on the next-gen console. He then praises the team and promises that 2020 is going to be an incredible year. Microsoft revealed that E3 2019 that Project Scarlet is set to be released in Holiday 2020 alongside Halo Infinite. It also discussed how it would be four times more powerful than Xbox One X and capable of 8K output, 120 frames per second, variable refresh rates, and real-time next-gen ray tracing. In addition, a new generation SSD will be used as virtual RAM and will offer over 40 times performance increases from the current generation. Project Scarlet will also support Microsoft's Play Anywhere system that allows cross-play, cross-buy, cross-saves, and achievements across Xbox One, Project Scarlet, and Windows PC platforms. Really cool to see Phil Spencer talking about Project Scarlet in regards to him having it at home and using it. 2020 is going to be an incredible year and I can't wait to see when we're going to find out more about this next generation console and when the big reveal event will be. Number 2. Microsoft's cheaper, diskless next-gen Xbox reportedly still in the works. Rebecca Valentine at GameIndustry.biz writes, Microsoft's next-gen console plans, codenamed Project Scarlet, have been the butt of speculation for several years now and are still are after its official announcement at E3 2019. Now one rumor has resurfaced, Project Scarlet may not be one console but two. If this song sounds familiar, it's because we've heard it before. In late 2018, reports circulated that Project Scarlet consisted of a higher-powered Anaconda version 
and a cheaper diskless Lockhart. Though these rumors faded and other reports even indicated that they were false following the official reveal of Scarlet, a new Kotaku report says Lockhart is very much alive. According to sources speaking to Kotaku, Lockhart is still in development. For comparison, Anaconda could be seen as a successor to the Xbox One X, and Lockhart as a successor to the Xbox One S in terms of performance differences, with one developer comparing Lockhart to the PS4 Pro for raw graphical power. Developers would be expected to support both consoles simultaneously for next-gen Xbox releases. That said, Lockhart shouldn't be thought of as just an Xbox version of the PS4 Pro. It will reportedly have a solid-state drive that will improve loading times dramatically, and will have a faster CPU than any current-gen console. This report goes on to say that Microsoft is targeting 4K resolution and 60fps on Anaconda, and 1440p and 60fps for Lockhart. It is believed that Lockhart would be heavily promoted alongside both Xbox Game Pass and its strategy for cloud streaming service xCloud, given that it's a diskless console. Hearing these rumors resurface actually does not excite me. My feelings on the matter actually align with Ryan McCaffrey of IGN, host of the Xbox podcast, Podcast Unlocked, and that I think this muddles the message. I think it most benefits Xbox and Microsoft to focus on one console to rival Sony and the PlayStation 5. If they launch with one version of the console in Anaconda, which is more powerful than PS5, but then come out with Lockhart, which is significantly less powerful than PS5, it's just going to confuse the consumer. Focus on one console, make it the most powerful console, the best play-to-play -play games, which they've been heavily marketing since the launch of the Xbox One X, get everyone invested in your ecosystem, and then a few years down the line, maybe a year or two after launch, come out with this cheaper diskless version when xCloud is out of beta and everyone loves Game Pass more and more. Number 3, Bungie reveals Destiny 2 Season of Dawn Roadmap with new events Exotic Quests. Ryan Gilliam at Polygon writes, As part of Bungie's new developer stream for Destiny 2's upcoming Season of Dawn, the studio revealed the next three months of Destiny content. From December 10th to early March, players can participate in two different holidays, unlock new exotic weapons, and more. Starting on December 10th, a Season Pass holders can tackle the new Sundial mode, taking down the Nyrule boss. All players can start their seasonal journey with the Lantern of Osiris Artifact, Solar Subclass Upgrades, the Return of the Elimination PvP Mode, the Returning PvP Map, and the Mysterious Obelisks on Mars and the Tangled Shore. On December 17th, two new obelisks open on Nessus and the EDZ, the Zuntile gets a new boss, and players will finally save the legendary titan, Saint-14. The dawning holiday, Destiny's stand-in for all winter holidays, also starts on December 17th. On December 24th, players can tackle the first Iron Banner of the season and a new Sundial boss. On January 7th, the legendary difficulty unlocks for the Sundial, and players can chase down the Devil's Run exotic sidearm. On January 28th, the Bastion exotic quest starts. Bastion looks to be a linear fusion rifle, but we're not entirely sure yet. On February 4th, a mysterious event called the Empyrean Foundation starts, and the Sundial gets its final boss. The last event on the calendar is the Crimson Days Holiday, Destiny's version of Valentine's Day. There's always a possibility that Benji could be hiding quests or exotics from the calendar like it did with last year's surprise Outbreak Perfected Mission. Players will learn more about the secrets hidden in the Season of Dawn on December 10th, when the season is live and data miners can delve into the game's code. Unfortunately, I got all raid ready in Destiny 2 and me and my friends did not complete or attempt the raid thus yet. I would like to get back to it, but I can't say that this new season excites me. I am a lapsed Destiny 1 hardcore player, and there is just simply too many other good games to play right now. 
Number 4. Vanquish and Bayonetta 4K 60 frames per second remasters are coming to Xbox One. Richard Wakeling at GameSpot writes, Earlier today, listing on the Microsoft Store let slip that Vanquish is coming to Xbox One. Now further listings have revealed that both Vanquish and Bayonetta are coming to the console, with enhanced 4K visuals at 60 frames per second on Xbox One X. The frenetic Platinum Games action titles will be available separately or as part of a celebratory 10th anniversary bundle on February 18th, 2020. Details are sparse and no prices are currently showing in the store, but the listing does note that both games are remastered for the first time on Xbox One. This does excite me as these are two games I've heard nothing but great things about and sadly never played. Maybe this will finally be the time I can play them, all shiny in 4K and 60 frames per second on my Xbox One X. Number 5. Rockstar announces GTA Online Diamond Casino Heist. Hope Corrigan at IGN writes, Rockstar has announced a new heist for GTA Online, this time featuring the Diamond Casino and Resort. The Diamond Casino Heist will be a complex new mission around the recently added Diamond Casino Resort. The heist will be available on GTA Online as of December 12th. To complete the heist, you'll be presented with many different missions that might help you work your way into the goodwill and service of the Cheng family. These opportunities will allow you and your crew to infiltrate and have multiple paths to the ultimate goal. As you play, new branching choices and opportunities will present themselves, allowing you to change strategies on the fly to experience new paths. The Diamond Casino Heist aims to offer players with enough scenarios so as to be replayable without having the exact same experiences. For all those still playing GTA Online, another amazing heist I'm sure, coming to the service. I only played about one or two heists with my friends back in the day, but I really enjoyed my time with it and it would be something I was into if only there was more time in the day. And number 6, BB-8 is coming to Star Wars Battlefront 2 as a playable character. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Everyone's favorite spherical droid, BB-8, is coming to Star Wars Battlefront 2 as a playable hero character. The Resistance droid, introduced four years ago in Star Wars The Force Awakens, will join the hero lineup in Battlefront 2 in January, developer DICE revealed today. The First Order will also get a BB unit of their own, that no good moof milker of a droid BB-9E. The dark astromech unit, who ratted out our heroes in The Last Jedi, will also play a support role for the First Order. Cool to see the awesome droid and BB-8 coming to a video game, and I'm sure I'll actually get to play as him, as once I see Rise of Skywalker, I'm just going to want to consume Star Wars everything, and Battlefront 2 is an okay example of a Star Wars video game. I remember being incredibly disappointed by that story leading up to it, and that kind of burned me on ever playing the multiplayer. Very sad. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about the original Xbox name. 35 names were rejected before Microsoft decided on Xbox. This includes MTG for Microsoft Total Gaming, and AIO for All-in-One. Well, it's always funny to hear what names could have been, but I think Microsoft nailed it in Xbox. It's great brand recognition, and everyone knows the name. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've continued a little bit in Jedi Fallen Order, played Pandemic on Xbox Game Pass, and did the first two missions with my friend in Halo Reach, hoping to get back to all those this week and play Life is Strange 2 Season Episode 5. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.